As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, good afternoon and welcome to the Hoosier Auto uh, after the dust settles on Ohio State, Indiana. Uh, Indiana, no surprise to anybody, uh, fell 56-14 uh, to the number two Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus in a snow game sort of last week. Um, I'm not as mad as I was last week. Uh, Alex, I, I thought that, you know, first of all, Connor Bazelak checked out, and I, I think he's done. His time is done. I think Dexter Williams is a starter going forward uh, based on availability tomorrow and based on that he finished the game against Ohio State. And now you're going up against two defenses who are kind of matchup defenses, Um that you should have a little bit of success against. And, uh, you, you know, there are two trophy games coming up with Michigan State and the old brass platoon. And then, of course, uh, Purdue and the old oak and bucket. And we'll see if that game is also for Purdue to win the West Division. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, I, I hope not, uh, because that would really, really suck to have them, you know, go for the West Division on our field. But, um I think it's a time you're, you're going to start learning about what, what the future um, is for this team. I, I thought Dex played all right against Ohio State. He didn't play as great as some people are saying, but he did do some good things. I think the added uh, dimension with running the ball helps as well. Uh, you saw Carter Smith play along the offensive line. I need to go back and rewatch the game, but it looked like he held his own. I mean, Ohio State's defensive yep. line has, like, <clears throat> they're all, like, five-star dudes um, uh, up there as well. Uh, who else play? You got Jalen Lucas got a lot of reps at running back. You saw Josh Henderson. He's, he needs to be the starter going forward. Uh, we've set, beaten that horse to death as well. But I thought the young guys, you saw Caden Turner, um, Isaiah Jones in there as well, Benson Sneed uh, played. So it, it looks like and now that you're not eligible for a bowl, which has been the, hey, we're still eligible. Well, that was the seventh loss last, uh, yesterday with no bowl on the table. It's time to, to empty the bench and, and see what you got. And I think they did that yesterday. And I thought that um, a lot of the young guys who played, played pretty well. Yeah, I think that's pretty much where you start and finish with this one. It's frustrating and embarrassing that you couldn't cover a 40 40 point spread in a conference game but is what it is another lost season and it sucks but you know at least we saw after the first drive you know we saw young guys start to play so I thought that was encouraging I agree with Basilak pre-game some of the stuff we had down on the field he just did not look you know like he wanted, he wanted to be to there. Be, no, he looked like uh, I, what uh, the IU fans probably looked like yesterday. Why am I here? 
Um, yeah. So, you know, he, he, he knew his leash was impossibly short. Um, yeah. I'd be surprised if we see him play in the last two, two games. Uh, I think he'll be early, early entrance to the transfer portal, which stinks. I was excited about it. I thought it would work, you know, a lot of change, a lot of new things. I think he needs to go to a system kind of more air raid style with a better O-line obviously, but you know, always appreciate guys that come here to play. So he used his free transfer. He used his free transfer. So he might have to go down to the FCS level or sit out a year. Yeah, he'll he'll go somewhere. I'm sure. He's got yeah. talent. He's he's a he's a good player. It just it just didn't work. So yeah. you know, no bad uh, no bad blood for me. So yeah, but you know, Dexter Williams, I think is the the story of the game. I think he's the story of the you know last two games of the season. Now that's pretty much all that matters when you think about how much change is going to happen with this roster in the off season. Some good things I really liked. Um, I think he has at this point his career next to no touch on the football. And that's kind of expected if you're getting, you know, reps towards the bottom of the depth chart and you've you've been hurt. But um, excuse me, but you know, a couple throws he would like back, I think, where he just put too much, too much mustard on him. Um yep. but some some good ones. And I think you saw, especially in that second half when the game wasn't totally out of question, obviously it wasn't ever really close, but Ohio state brought some kind of jailbreak blitzes, some blitzes right up the a gap kind of right in his face. He didn't really identify them. There were a couple of times Jalen Lucas was the running back. He wasn't really able to identify where he was supposed to be. That's as good. That's what you want. And again, that's why we've been saying now since the season has been over, you have to play these guys and get these guys reps. So you obviously don't want to give up sacks ever. Unfortunately, been a pattern all season. But playing Williams and Lucas in the backfield together, and you know, now they have film on. Okay, we should have picked this up. Okay, I should have got out of this play. Okay, I should have checked with the sideline. That yep. stuff is good. That's what you need to develop, and that's not stuff you're going to get in practice. So. Nope. I liked what I saw from Dex. I think kind of the, you know, the veer and the the slant running games with the read option mixed in. I thought that was a new wrinkle, obviously. I think that's what Walt Bell wants and I think envisions this offense. If you look at the quarterback depth chart next year, you know, assuming Bayes is gone, you have Williams, Sorsby, and incoming freshman, hopefully Brock Lowry from outside Cincinnati. Those are three very mobile guys. You'd expect IU to be active in the portal, maybe looking at another mobile quarterback. But I think you saw more of what Walt Bell wants this offense to be with Dex at quarterback yesterday. But hopefully we see more of that stuff that you can kind of build on for next year in the next two games. Yeah, that, that that's exactly right. And you saw that, um, you know, they got Parker Hanna out of there pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And so now you got a guy, Carter Smith, true true freshman. I thought he held mm-hmm. his own. So now you have yeah. options. You, you, you expect Matthew Bedford to come back. I haven't heard anything else otherwise um, mm-hmm. if about going someplace else. So, and, you know, he would take over for Luke Haggard, who, who's graduating. Uh, you bring Zach Carpenter back. You bring, you know, um, Mike Kadick back. 
Sales, uh, sales has got a lot of good reps this year. He's looked inconsistent, but you can see the flashes. Yeah, yeah they need. I mean, of... anybody who thought Rod Carey was going to instantly fix this line, they were just mm-hmm. off the beaten path. They need an off season. They need a spring practice. They need a full fall camp with you know the next coach. I don't know if it's going to be Rod Carey. He didn't go out recruiting with the group, and I, and I don't think that's a bad sign either. Rod Carey is doing Tom Allen a huge favor by taking mm-hmm. over the offensive line. He was hired as a, a quality control assistant um, off the field type of thing, which, you know, he's been a head coach. He's been a successful head coach. And maybe he goes and tries to get a, a coordinator position and work his way back to head coach uh, and, and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I'm on the the line of thinking that Tom Allen is back for 2023. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to discuss it in terms of, Oh, should he be fired? It's 25 and a half million and the discussion. Yeah. And um, so you got to prepare for next year. And so I think that the, the pieces on the offensive line, don't forget you have Bray Lynch uh, mm-hmm. who really hasn't played. Um, I'd like to see him get some playing time. If he's, He's healthy. He did travel uh, yesterday, so if he's ready to go, get him and and swap him out with uh, Luke Haggard for for a little bit. Uh, you know, they they did play Vinny Fire Cable. They did play Cam Knight late in the game as well. Uh, so, as you said, Alex, early in the um, earlier in the show, it's all those reps. Even if it's one play, you have it on tape, uh, and and now you've seen and it's. That's probably the best, you know, you're going to see in your career at Indiana is Ohio State and Penn State and, and and Michigan. Those are the three best defenses you're going to see. And all these young guys have now seen uh, two of them. So you're getting used to the speed. You're getting used to, oh, crap, they're doing the jailbreak blitz. This is where we have to be and, and things like that. You've seen it. You're now not going into fall camp going, hey, we haven't seen it. We're going to be shocked when we get open up with Ohio State next year um, and things like that. So as we said all season, it's accelerating the development of these players. Now you've got to cross your fingers and hope that a lot of them don't leave. But, um, you know, it, it's rewarding them with playing time. And then hopefully in the offseason they could get this NIL stuff uh, hammered out and, and uh, get some people to either stay out of the portal uh, bring guys in from the portal uh, and things like that. It looks like, you know, maybe you go get some JUCO guys to fill in holes and things yep. like that, which <clears throat> we said is how Kansas State did it. You go down to the JUCO ranks. They're not going to want these massive NIL deals. Anyway, they'll be happy with the scholarship and whatever money you throw their way, they'll they'll take. You're going to have the EA sports money. You're going to have um, – it looks like they have jerseys ready to print – uh, at least when I went to the basketball game on uh, Monday night, they had football jerseys there with Shivers and Camp Jones and all that stuff. So they have the facilities and, and things to do that. Um, but we'll, we'll see. These two games, they're, they're very important. If you could get one of them and get one of the trophies back, I think you you have some momentum going into the offseason, which is all you need. You just need a little bit of momentum going into the off season um, and hopefully it's not as, it's not dead air 
like it was last season with no spring practice availability, no spring game, um, and, and basically from signing day on till fall camp, um, it, it was anybody's guess what was going on in the Indiana football uh, football room. Yeah, I mean, Zach, I don't know if you want to jump in, but um, game-specific, <laughs> I don't know, another stinker. I mean, you completed nine passes, so. Yeah, he went 0 for 9 there, too, uh, for a while. There was, like, nine, <laughs> 0 for 9 in a row. But it's – you got to – you got to live with it. You got to – that you got to take the growing pains. But, yeah, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I mean, the thing that still blows my mind is the fact that I know I keep saying it, but that Soresby came in before uh, Dexter against Penn State. Um, and I, what I saw from Bazak before the game was he was just by himself, not wanting to be there. And I'm like, why is this guy even here? And what the coaches have been saying is like, you know, he's hurt, right, physically, mentally, but I don't know. I I just I, – I feel uh, a little bit of hope with Dexter um, and the young guys and how they're playing, um, which is what you want to see considering the season is pretty much over. Um, and if we can pick up a win this week, um, which I think we will have a shot, but – we got to we gotta get Dexter some help. Like, I thought there was multiple – on the offensive side of the ball, um, there was multiple screen plays that were just blown up. Um, tackles for losses from the Buckeyes. And, yeah, but overall, um, I didn't think it – I'm not as mad as I thought it was going to be. And I didn't think it went as bad as it could have gone. No, and some of it was this is what we expected. You, you expected to, you know, the, the Vegas thought the spread was going to be forty, and Vegas is usually right uh, on, on these things. But anybody who was going into that game thinking IU was was going to win is an insane person. Um, so I mean, you got to set your expectations, and I think like against Penn State, the reason that I think Alex and I were so upset. Um, was because they didn't – exactly what Zach said. They started Tuttle. They bring Brandon Sorsby in, mm -hmm. who is a young guy. That's fine. But, you know, Dexter Williams has been in this program for three years, and un unless everything that we've heard and, and what Zach has seen in, in fall camp is totally wrong, um, the guy deserves a chance. And yeah, he was recruited by Kalen DeBoer and, and a different offensive staff, but so what, you know, if he's the, all this, is, the last two games have proven to me is that Jack, Tull, I was right. Jack Tuttle probably should have been the starter coming out of fall camp because you need having the threat of a quarterback run um, changes the dynamic of that offense. Now, like Zach said, there were those tackles for loss, but you're going against all American linebackers who, you know, when, when Rhett Lewis on the radio has his notes from the NFL network that says Eichenberg has excellent, you know, diagnosing skills. Yeah, you could see that because he's in the backfield going, OK, we've studied this tape and, and 
look, Ohio State players are just better. And that's what happens when you have better talent on the field that you can make those plays. It's games where IU has talent that are similar, like so Michigan State, Purdue, uh, Maryland, and um, and, and Rutgers, where IU, they should have better talent than some of these teams, but they're all in the same group. Uh, you know, Illinois, too. Those are those are the games that okay now now let's see what you have because you you basically have no shot against some of these other teams uh, unless they're checked out or injured or things like that. Um, yeah, so, but I mean ch- checked out. You want to like the defense yesterday looked checked out, and the whole tackling takeaways effort is the foundation of Indiana's defense and. Your defense yeah. is called by your head coach. I saw none of that yesterday, regardless of the score, regardless of the opponent. The guy, I think that was um, number 10 on Ohio State, the guy that had the 70-yard carry. I think that was his first carry of the season. Well, he's a wide receiver, but yeah. Essentially, un- yeah, essentially untouched touchdown. He was a lot like, you know. Well, you yeah, have, it's uh, fair the guy to that call tours ACL four times, scores against you in garbage time, and they show him on the sideline for 12 minutes. Like, I saw no effort. I saw no tackling. I saw no takeaways. Mullen drops another pick. Monster and Williams get cooked all game. Missed yeah. tackles galore. I don't know. It, there, you have no depth on defense next year. I'm, I'm very concerned about the secondary depth. Already looking ahead to next year, you lose a ton, and maybe that's not the worst thing. I have no idea who fills spots next year in the secondary. I think they're going so after a Chris bunch Keyes of Chris Keyes has looked okay. Guys. I like Dunham. You, you have no depth on defense for next year. So you kind of, you know, staked your claim to these fifth and sixth year seniors on defense and, yeah. you know, hoping, hoping for a, you know, very experienced, deep, talented roster. You're in trouble now. So I yeah. – Hated what I saw from the defense. Pretty much zero effort all game. I do um, want to give a, you know, on that 70-yard run, there was a lot of dogged efforts. But I, I think it was Patrick Lucas, the defensive lineman. He was running down there. And he was, fa- he was running faster than some of the linebackers and all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, it, the effort from some of the people. Yeah, is the sound of was, uh, you know his usual self all over the field. He made a couple mistakes in coverage. I don't think he should be in coverage at all, but that's a entirely different story, but you know, yeah, he, he gets he was excited. He was, he was locked in. Yeah. He, he gets to the double pancake by he's people. Quite a lot. Yeah. He gets he's, double pancake yeah, he, by people yeah. and it's still the yeah. first guy to the quarterback and things like that. So that, yeah. but that's. And that makes, makes Stroud throw a bad ball and guess what? You're, all-American fifth-year senior drops the pick and then they score on the you know so he he played hard he's played hard all season he's been awesome to watch Aaron Casey had another another double-digit tackle game he's been phenomenal you know I hope we get selfishly I hope we get to watch Cam Jones at least one more time but I I don't you know I don't know so I don't think he will but IU just on some of those effort plays on those 50, 50 balls, we finally recovered a fumble, which was miraculous. I was trying uh, to go back. Ohio guys, yeah. You saw Penn state and Ohio state receivers the last two weeks, make the contested catches, get the first downs when you need them. I think it was nice to see Malachi Holt Bennett with a catch yesterday. McCauley had his first career receiving touchdown. Um, I don't know. You, you Marvin Harrison jr. Is Marvin Harrison jr. But 
you watch all these other receivers make contested catches. Barner obviously made the one in the end zone, but IU has a make a play when you need a play problem and yes. on both sides of the ball. So, and that's not something you can really coach, but frustrating. No. Yeah, it is. I didn't and, like and the effort on defense at all. No, it, the defensive effort wasn't great. And, but that that's how you build de- depth too is, Hey, use the bench, get your, your fifth year, six year seniors out there who aren't giving you a hundred percent or, you know, aren't performing well so that you could, you know, go get Philip Dunham more, more reps against, uh, you know, top tier, uh, top tier opponents or Chris keys. I I think he's played pretty well. He's a guy to be excited about next year. Uh, I would like to see James Mons if he's not injured to, to come in, and play mm-hmm. uh when Watt yeah. Neely you know is getting good reps uh coming off a, a knee injury from last year so that's how you yeah. build depth you don't build depth by by playing your fifth and sixth year guys when, when the season's you know you're just playing out the last two games uh and, and things like that so you know as as much effort yeah, Travell Mullen, Mullen another one get him in there I nope. don't think we've seen him all year nope get him in there um I mean, there's there's some other guys in there too. Uh, um, Jamari Sharp, uh, you know, yep. if he's healthy, any young guy who's healthy who might be part of the rebuild next year, you got to play him. You got to see what you have because yeah. these reps are invaluable. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to get talk. Uh, I, I think James Evans is going to be up for the Ray Guy Award. Um, he's got like 24, 25. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my. Quick one on that, Everybody, you know, oh, it's because he punts so much and he's, you know, he's the most work player on the roster. Yeah, he's been punting a lot, but regardless of, like, quantity, he punted a lot last year, too. But purely improvement-wise, forget, like, the number of the quality and his execution in the kicking game has been phenomenal. So his improvement's been awesome. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to see him out there as much. I'm sure he doesn't even want to punt as much, but... You know, that, that's been super positive because he, he was bad last year. He was bad. Yes. And that was his first year of first year of American football and, you know, moving from Australia or New Zealand and all, you know, all this stuff, but um, he's been, he's been sweet. So take out, you know, the number of punts, whatever, they've been good. So, and for yeah, someone he's... that has had to run out there as much as he has, he's been consistently solid. Yeah, and, and the protection on the block punt, that that's not a Evans issue. I don't think that's a – I think that's just a talent issue on, on Ohio State yeah. speed. Yeah, you have to get the ball off a little bit faster, but you could only go as fast as you could go. Um, but, yeah, Evans has been outstanding. And you know what? I've watched Ohio State's teams when they had Cameron Johnston. He was a real weapon. He'd flip the field and, and things like that, you know, Punter, they're uh, they're important to winning teams too. Um, now yep. you just have to have the defense or the offense take advantage uh, when you pin them back uh, inside the twenty. He's done that, I think, twenty four times now. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you could get the offense the ball on the plus side, or you know, just over the fifty, you have a shot. You have a good kicker in Charles Campbell. Uh, and you have a shot where you don't need to to get a 75-yard drive to get points. You could get 30, you know, 25, 30 yards 
uh, and, and get there. So that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to um, the, the the last two games. Get the young guys in, see if they play with passion in these two trophy games because that's important to IU fans as well. I know the spittoon doesn't carry as much weight as the bucket, but you want to see some passion. And God forbid if Purdue is up for a division title up there, I forgot what year it was. Was it 89 or 90? Whenever Anthony Thompson was up for the, the Heisman Trophy, Purdue uh, came in. You know, they or we went up there. They said, no bucket, no bowl, no Heisman. Well, you know what? It's time for payback if it's uh, if it comes down to the uh, you know, the, the division in that game, which it might. It very well might. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what time that game is. We'll see what time Iowa, or no, they'll know. Iowa and Nebraska's on Friday. They'll they'll yeah. know. You you'll know what that game it's at stake at that game, uh, and, and things like that. So that's what I want to see. Just play with passion. Play hard. Yeah. You know the DNA, like you said, tackling takeaways and effort. Um, to me, you know, takeaways are are a um, they're a product of effort and tackling. So, you know, you play with effort and you, and you tackle well, yeah, maybe you get some takeaways. That's what I want to see is just get back to the DNA and the foundation of this program um, because Tom Allen's not going anywhere unless he makes the decision himself to, to take another job or to, to resign, which I don't think he will. Um, he, he's here for at least another two years. They're not, they're not buying out 20, 25 and a half or 20.8, whatever it is after next year. Um, he's here through the 24 season. So, you know what, let's, let's uh, run it back, build, build what you could get. And then, you know, try to fix the foundation of the program, which, you know, yeah. comes back to NIL, um, you know, funding and, and all of that stuff. Uh, if you didn't notice, Ohio State, the the great world famous Ohio State, as Gus Johnson said, sell sponsorship for their field. Um, it was Safe Flight Field at Ohio Stadium, which, uh, you know, as traditional and you know, you don't. There's not very many football programs with as much tradition as Ohio State, and if Ohio State uh, can put some advertising on their field, there's no reason I you can't, even though the money's going to be different. Um, you know, I know people are complaining about having Simon Scott Assembly Hall on the, the floor, but you know what? They renovated it. They did a nice job uh, doing the lobby and things like that. That's the price to pay uh, to, to keep your facilities up to date. So even if IU gets six figures a year in selling the naming rights to their field, they need to do it as well. Um, so, but don't think you're too good for it because Ohio state's not too good for it. And they name everything walking around that stadium. They mm-hmm. named that the, the tunnel is named. I'm sure there are toilets named, um, you know, basically anything they could slap a name on. They, uh, they do. So, you know, take a page out of, out of one of the most successful football programs uh, in the history of the sport and uh, you know, find, find ways to generate money. If you're not going to, uh, find ways to to fundraise um, from from donors and and alumni. Yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. I think you are looking at pretty busy off season in terms of the roster. It it stinks because you can tell now 
Allen's message since he's been head coach has been build from within, keep our guys, you know, I recruit the guys I want out of high school and maybe we add a couple transfers here or there. I don't think you have that luxury anymore. So kind of worries me if your whole foundation is culture and continuity in today's Correct. era of college football, I think you just, you can't do that. So I don't know if it, how it works or if it works, but I don't know. I can we get one more than one QB pressure next week. Like, I, you, I don't know why even have, if you're just going to rush four, just have 11 in coverage. Like what's, what's the point? It was zero push, not really any blitzing. I don't know. And if you're going to sit back, you got to have linebackers get, you know, plug some holes, but there's a lot of tackling guys from behind. Just yeah. frustrating. So I didn't, the defensive effort and scheme I thought was disgusting yesterday. I understand it's Ohio state Northwestern held them to 21. I get it was windy and it was on the road, but I don't was, know. The, just, the weather was gross. I was so cold. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, you know, it's football and one eight 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 eight. team. Yeah, yeah, and... you scored as many points as Northwestern. They gave you a gift muff punt touchdown, basically. But I don't know. Kind of annoying. You get one QB hit, you give up a million again. But uh, that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, how many, how many did they have? They had. Four sacks, three hurries, six pass breakup. So, 10 tackles for loss. That's been the story. You know, you just can't get anything positive sustained. So, that one time in the second half was good until they didn't get it on fourth down. Um, I think that was the first drive in the second half. That was a really nice drive. Good play. And like, that, they had some good plays with the reverses and added some action yeah. on that. But that's yep. that's what having a mobile quarterback gives you, mm-hmm. and that's why yeah. you know, I, even more frustrating than the losses. You you had Jack Tuttle and you had Dexter Williams on the roster, and you know Walt Bell likes to run a system with a mobile quarterback. You you can't. Yeah. I mean, look after his knee injury or hamstring injury, whatever happened at Missouri. Connor Basilak's not running all that much. He he doesn't have the quickness. And th- there was, you know, there was one play where Basilak got sacked where there were similar opportunities for Dexter Williams. And Dexter Williams escapes up the middle and gets five or six yards and, and things like that. And that's, I mean, that's the difference between, you know, a three and out or maybe flipping the field um, and, and setting up those third down, you know, third manageables. Um, so we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what they do against Michigan state. I got to go and watch some Michigan state tape, but they, they need one win for bowl eligibility and they have IU and, um, at Penn state left. So they're going to want to get this one on Saturday and, uh, you know, get to a bowl game. Uh, they do charge media $30 for parking. So I guess somebody has to pay Mel Tucker. So it might as well be us, I guess. Um, but you know, it's, it's a rivalry game. It's been a, um, you know, since we've started playing annually again, it's a rivalry game. That's gained some steam. Uh, IU won in 2016, they won in 2020. Uh, and that's, that's how it starts. And I, I know one of your great stories, Alex is covering, 
um, the 2016 game, and and you had uh, one of those Kelly School tests, and and ran as fast as you ever run from from the test to uh, I core baby. Yep. Yep. But we we won't go over what you score. Yeah, I core. I think it was my marketing portion, but Saturday night during the bucket games, I was you know not super happy. So I I told in my head I was like. If I don't know it immediately after reading it, I'm putting C. Took, you know, and ICOR is a big deal. So everybody was super nervous and fired up for the, you know, exam and wanted to do really well. I went to the test in my jersey. And then if I didn't know it on first read, just put C. The looks I got standing up in the big, you know, Hodge Hall and Kelly, you know, auditorium or big lecture hall. Uh, after I think it took me about 14 minutes so you had two hours to do it. it took me 14 minutes the looks I got walking up from the top row down to turn like just put my you know scantron or whatever on the desk and then leave in my jersey and I yelled beat Sparty and then just ran to the stadium so um I remember running through the parking lot and there were still people tailgating and I, I was like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Going to the game, going to the game while I was just like sprinting through the parking lot. One Griffin Oaks hit that chip shot field goal, stormed the field, got the spittoon back. Great night. That's what college is all about for the people that miss out on those. I don't know. Yep. I don't so think. you did the Walt Bell tempo on your I-Court test. Yes, Walt Bell tempo. Yep. And it worked. Sure. Didn't have to punt. Um, but yeah, I did, you know, the up-tempo um, get the ball out of my hands quick on the scantron. So worked worked great. I did uh, we, we, not we score are, very well on the test, but uh, yeah, we don't endorse this strategy. Yeah. But it worked for the football <laughs> team. Um, it, it's it's what college football to me is about. It's rivalry games, regional rivalry games, and we'll talk about the bucket uh, coming up next week as well. So I uh, enjoy the rest of the week. I know IU basketball is a big game on Friday at mm-hmm. Xavier should uh, should be a, a heck of an atmosphere down there. Um, good weekend for IU sports as well uh, with, uh, you know, women's basketball. You, you have, uh, they, they play Tennessee down in Knoxville uh, t- tomorrow um, uh, on, e- I think ESPN or ESPN two. So be locked into that. They, they look good. The men's basketball team mm-hmm. looks very good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you have, uh, football and I think men's soccer is tied one one right now with Rutgers in the Big Ten championship game, uh, in, in soccer. So, um, yeah. you know it's that time of year uh, that all all the sports uh are are, are going on and and uh, you got two more football games to enjoy this year before we we head into a a long, uh, dark off season. Yes. Um, that hopefully will bring you a little light and a little hope going forward. But Zach. Alex, thanks for uh, joining me on After the Dust Settles. I, I know um kind of got out of hand last week, but but it was well uh, deserved from this Indiana um this Indiana football program. And we'll have a after the dust settles after the season as well to go over what needs to happen, what needs to change mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But uh Indiana kicks off against Michigan State up at Spartan Stadium at noon Eastern on Saturday. Uh, it'll be televised on BTN. They're looking to take back the old brass platoon. We'll have all your pregame uh, write-ups up to the game. Uh, we'll have you covered on Twitter during the game. 
and then we'll have all your post-game uh, things as well. So uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the big sporting events coming up. Alex, um, thank you, Zach. Thank you. Uh, I'm Sammy Jacobs. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoosier underscore huddle uh, while Twitter still exists. Um, you can follow us on YouTube as well. Like, rate, subscribe, uh, watch all our videos, and uh, and follow us at HoosierHuddle.com. So that does it for today's show.